Mighty Pod. This is episode number 18. My name's Tom, and I'm joined as I am every week by Sam Taylor. Are you well? I'm very well, thank you. And I'm also joined by someone who's never been on the pod before. Never listened to the pod before. <laughs> never listened to the pod before. Uh, because Chris, our usual Absolute co-host, joke. is on holiday in Wales and didn't tell us. Nope. Uh, so in order to get the episode out to you, we needed to draft in the best in the business, uh, the one and only Beth Peak. Hello. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, good. How are you, Beth? I'm very excited to be here. Good. We're really glad to have you on. We should clear it up that Beth is Chris's girlfriend, who Chris did not take to Wales with him for the weekend. Yeah, he didn't take me. There's some bad blood. He said I wasn't invited. (laughs) (laughs) So we thought, who better to get on to replace Chris and to give him some jip because he's just... A bad guy for not letting us know. Chris doesn't actually know that this is happening, does he? No. He, he's, oh, he thinks that we're recording this tomorrow He's afternoon when he gets back. from his holiday early tomorrow <laughs> to record this. We're just going to upload it to Spotify and you can find it on his way home tomorrow. Um, so Beth, let's learn a bit about you. Uh, why don't you just tell us a bit about what you do? Uh, I'm a teacher. I teach engineering. Uh, funny story. I'm actually an art teacher, but I teach engineering. There's no nice. real difference there. Expert in robotics. Expert as well. in robotics. We made it through to the nationals in the UK <laughs> for robots. Um, I don't know how, <laughs> but we did. Beth uses the phrase "we made it to nationals" quite nationals. a lot. Nationals, yeah. Like she's on claim to fame. Yeah. yeah. What kind of robots are we talking about? Like robot wars. Basically, yeah. Or? They didn't fight. They had okay. to move big Lego blocks around. Was Craig Charles there? No, unfortunately. Was there, did it was, by Jonathan Pierce? There was um, the Star Wars cast were <laughs> like announcing it. Which no way. You never mentioned this before. I'm sure people from Star Wars. The new Star Wars, so I didn't know no who way. they were until no afterwards way. when they said, did you see? And I was like, huh. You've never mentioned that as part of this story before. I just didn't think it was that important. <laughs> no. that's very important. Cool. So we got you on to replace Chris. We thought we'd give him some stick for not being here, so... Yeah. I had asked you to bring some stories of Chris, embarrassing or humiliating or anything like that. Have you got any stories? The only one I could think of was the time that he told me that he used to eat grass as a child. Um, Right. And I I thought, oh, that's in the past. But then last summer, um, we were sat in a garden somewhere and he decided to pick up some grass and eat it. Oh, wow. Um, And I said, what are you doing? He said, well, this is what I used to do. I used to pretend to be a cow. (laughs) What? Did he get on all fours and eat it? No, he just picked it floor, up and ate it <laughs> in front of me. And I was like, what are you doing? What? And he wow. was just eating grass. And I said, you are aware a cat could have weed on that. <laughs> and he kind of did the spit out of the grass. Wow. And it like stuck to all of his chin. Uh-huh. How old was he when he, this was he said he used to do it? Last year. No, so he did that last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but how old when he used to be a cow? Well, he said when he was younger, but that could be mm. any age. Like 14. Let's go with 14. Yeah, Gosh. probably. That's like a good age, isn't it? <laughs> He's wow, a weird, weird boy. <laughs> Indeed. Have we got any embarrassing stories about Chris? He's got lots about not. you, pair. I don't think so. I can't, I can't think of any. I mean, he's shared a lot of them on yeah, yeah. the podcast. He doesn't get embarrassed very easily. That's yeah. the problem. Yeah, it's a very... <laughs> it's got to be really bad for Chris <laughs> yeah. to get embarrassed. Uh, so normally when we have uh, new faces on the podcast... Uh, we like to do our uh, celebrity lookalikes. So we have our um, very legitimate and reliable website that we look to for oh, our yes. celebrity lookalikes. So, uh, Beth, any guesses for um, who your celebrity lookalike might be? No. <laughs> because we did, we did this during a quiz, didn't we? Yeah. 
Oh yeah. During lockdown. This made it into yes. our Friday and, night. Pub and then quiz you didn't lockdown. put mine in because it no. wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. No, so, I had to. I had to go a bit deeper into your profile pictures to find brilliant one that works. Tom, any ideas? Um, I'm hoping it's someone very beautiful. I better be careful what I say. Uh, Scarlett Johansson. Oh, I wow. like that one. Thanks, Sam. Well, where did, Tom. Did, it safe? Where, where did that come I'm from? It safe. Maybe it's that one. Is that what it is? Right. So she's what? blonde. I'm not blonde. Not in films. She's ginger <laughs> in films. Not in all films. Did you know that she's a millionaire? Is she? Yeah. No way. I rest her multi-millions. Wow. Anyway, so tell you, me. Some of these you're going to be very pleased with. If it's a man, I'm going to be so angry. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> <laughs> so top three. Um, Maisie Williams, who Who's is that? in Game of Thrones, apparently. I've just started watching that, so which character are we talking? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, um, let me show you a picture of her. Thank you. This one? Oh, can yeah, I, Arya. Can I please see? I don't know who that yeah, is. But Arya yep, Stark, I know that. Uh, Cameron no. Diaz, which is not too bad, I don't think. A bit old, but it's okay. And Jesse Nelson from Little Mix. So not too bad. There is, an, there is a that's feature good. of this website that we've not used thus far, okay. which is called Best Pair. So this gives you the best female and the best male comparison. <laughs> really I'm glad you've chosen <laughs> so to use this. Maisie Williams is the female. Okay. The male. This is the. I mean, this this is the worst one. Okay. Uh, Kim Jong Un. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. This Kim Jong Un. This is. Let okay. me see. What picture did you use, Ben? Which which one of these pictures? It's not even that old a photo. That is. That's terrible. We're not friends anymore. Why would you say that? You could have made anything up. You could have said, "Oh, Chris Hemsworth." You look like Chris Hemsworth. I mean, this 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 was your other option. I don't know who that that is. Uh, Shinzo Abe. He's a very old Japanese. Why are they all Japanese or Korean? Ricky Gervais was also an option. Uh, There you go. There you go. You like Ricky Gervais more than me. Thank you. Um, Have either of you done anything good? This week, anything exciting? Uh, not super exciting, I don't think. You, you guys have started your summer holidays. True. Ooh. We're now to the first week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beth, have yeah. you done anything? Had some good lions. So yeah. like half past nine every day. Nice. nice. Solid lions. Living the dream. Mm. Tom, you uh, big things happening today for you. Uh, Beth won't know this because she doesn't listen to the podcast, but a few <laughs> weeks ago, you'll have heard Tom talk about uh, his oh, yeah. Gareth. Oh, yes. Um, and today was the day when he finally went to see... I did. I did. I've just. I've literally come from. Have my hair cut. Yeah. I've had. The, I've been cutting down to this day, for a long time. I was sat in the chair talking to him, and he was asking, "What have you done in the past, like during lockdown?" And I couldn't think of what to say. <laughs> and then when they're talking about the garden, and I thought halfway through my haircut, I could tell him about this podcast. <laughs> and I thought I can't bear him. <gasps> what if he like looks it up after I told him, and listens to that one where I call him wow. my Gareth? I can't. Wow. What's the name of the hairdressers? That. Gareth Stewart. Why is he known Gareth as my Studios. Gareth? Is he very close to you? <laughs> <laughs> Something we're going to say quite a lot is, if you'd ever listened to this podcast, <laughs> Brilliant. Um, I accidentally called him my Gareth. On, mm. I think it's the episode titled Haircut Horrors or something. Yeah. Um, One for you to listen back to, that is Beth. Okay. And yeah, I got absolutely ripped for it. I did listen so. to a couple of podcasts. <laughs> I would just like to put that what out What do you there. remember about those podcasts? Um, Ali Johnson. Yeah. His intro. Okay. Intro. That was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that was about 10 weeks ago. Yeah. Any other highlights? Um, brown Edge story. My, I was sat yeah. with my mum when good, we heard good. that. Nice. She was absolutely appalled. As Shout she out to Linda. Sam very well. Um, I think that's it. <laughs> <laughs> 
18, glad, glad you got a lot out of these 18 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. They were very good wow. pods, those two. Great. Will you be listening to this one? I'm not too sure. Depends on how my voice sounds in the in the video, <laughs> like in the intro bits. We'll see. Uh, wowzers. Wowzers. We've also in this past week been filming for our kids' holiday camp, which oh, would usually true. be taking place today. Today would be the last day of it. It's true. Um, but instead, we're filming it to do a virtual one next week. So we've I've been... seen a whole new side of you, Tom, in these videos. <laughs> I've seen a whole new a, side a, of me. A whole range of accents that I didn't know... <laughs> you had in your repertoire I, mean, I feel like it's a wasted talent wasted I feel like talent you should be well how do you know I don't whip them out at college when I'm teaching do you? no I should do <laughs> but, um, I did like the wigs I feel like you're very Nicki Minaj you can pull them off <laughs> <laughs> alright Kim uh, <laughs> I, uh, I was surprised to be fair because we filmed them all and then I had a minute where we were like hold on especially in this current climate of yeah. being very politically correct I'm not sure we're going to get away with... Most of them were English, to be fair. We had one Scottish guy. Yorkshire Brian was Can my you just personal demonstrate? highlight. Yorkshire Brian. And um, the Mondays was Francois, the French fisherman. Could you just demonstrate those accents for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> so it opens with... So I was playing Zacchaeus of yeah, the tree, yeah. who was Scottish from... Only because we chose the accents based on the very limited dressing up outfits that we had. So we had one of them ginger cap things. Nice. Um, so this news lady goes up to Zacchaeus and he goes, Hello there, my wee lass. My name's Zacchaeus. <laughs> and so on and so forth. You can actually watch them on yeah, yeah. Swanbanks. YouTube.com forward slash Swanbank. There you go. Premiered at 10 o'clock every day this week. You've uh, become very good at saying that. I think you should speak like that more often. <laughs> I think you should speak like that more often. Just whip it out. Yeah. My, I showed my granddad and he was wetting himself. And we've got oh. a Scottish relative, and he's like, you've got to send it to him. <laughs> he found it really funny, but I don't think he'll speak to me again, if I do. Joel makes an appearance as well. Joel uh, was on the podcast last week. Yeah. If you remember on the phone, he falls off your uh, veranda. Is that what we call it? He does. Um, <laughs> yeah. We. <laughs> I should say he didn't actually fall. <laughs> you watch it. We, it was very funny. We, fill, we bought some spare clothes, and then we filled them with cushions and threw it off. <laughs> and it does look pretty convincing. A lot of people actually said... They were concerned for him because they thought he'd fallen off, but he didn't. I'm assuming the kids are going to be okay with watching yeah, Joel fall I mean, off it's like pretty sick humour for <laughs> <laughs> primary school holiday camp videos, so that's okay. We had fun doing it. It's yeah, all fine. It's very good. Um, we have had a poo story this week sent to me. I've not read it because it was sent to Chris, so I got it sent to me last minute. Right, okay. Um, Chris will be expecting to read it out tomorrow. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> uh, you won't know this because you don't listen to the podcast. It packs. But... Why don't we let Beth that's, read it? That's a great in, idea. In Chris's, yeah, yeah. Chris usually does this in a very. Does he? Chris has a wonderful storytelling way. voice. Yeah, it, emotional. I, I feel captivated by Chris's storytelling. Okay. So I'll pass you the story. No pressure. Get nice and close to the mic. Oh, that's so really long. You feel like you're in the person's ear. Don't mention who sent it. Not going to do that. Yeah, don't say who said it. So Is this was sent to me by a friend this? about a friend, apparently. I would just like to clarify: this is not my poo story. <laughs> We might well edit something <laughs> in that says... Now Beth's going to share her own poo I'll story. just get rid of not. <laughs> this was my poo story. <laughs> Everyone will know. Um, are you ready? I'm ready. So ready. The year was 2011. Good start. Thank <laughs> good start. This is it's my good. teacher voice. <laughs> I was on a school trip to York. This is not about me. <laughs> like, I know I've just said I'm a teacher. This could Can be. I just clarify? It's when it says, 
I was going to a robotics competition <laughs> when the Star Wars cast was present. Oh, I've just liked Maybe this it. person wrote it about you. Maybe. Okay. Well, they didn't. <laughs> we stayed overnight in a hotel and there were six lads in my room with me. The beds were creaky. Someone set their alarm for 3 a.m. and we, spelled W-E-E, all got up and dressed thinking it was the morning. The teacher then came in to tell us to shut up, go back to bed, or we were being sent home. It was around that time one of us went to use the bathroom. We found that on the toilet seat was a full human poo. So <laughs> on, the seat. Well, on the on seat. seat. That's what it says. <laughs> oh, no. It was around that time. Hang on. I've lost the words. Oh, yeah. We found that on the toilet seat. So it was on the toilet seat. Wow. A full human poo. So not just a small bit. Mm. The full on. Full one. Full, full deal. <laughs> Brilliant. This is really uncomfortable. <laughs> Someone had completely missed the toilet bowl and just done one on the seat, and it was curly. Worse than that, curly, we curly. then had a full-on murder mystery to work out who did it because no one would own up. Wow. And then there's a little bit at the bottom that says, I think in the end, one of us in the room had to tip it into the bowl. Oh, that is grim. Or like lift That's up the seat. That is grim. Sorry, That's traumatic. Um, oh, I've got a few questions. How do you... Do a full poo on the seat. That's harder to do than That's right because you have you'd have to do it from. I I, I mean I, I don't know how you even why would you you'd have do to that? you either have to stand up yeah or like sit. I don't, I, I Maybe don't know. it was one of those prank ones that you get from the prank shop. Maybe if it was <laughs> the it prank did, shop. They did say it was curly. <laughs> <laughs> Which prank shop? Are you <laughs> the infamous prank. Maybe shop. Many prank shops. Um, the person did also bizarre. say if you didn't like that story, you could always throw in the story of my sister pooing on the lawn for years and pretending it was the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's amazing. That is grim. I think that's funnier, actually. That's, that's, that's horrible. Hilarious. That's, that's absolutely horrible. Imagine yeah. finding out after all those I years. I reckon it was that oh. piercing because they were very, they remembered that story well. They remember the it's formation of the poo very well. It, yeah. yeah, they didn't, never said who it was, did they? So maybe it was them. Oh. Bethy did a very good job Thank reading. You. I think you can replace Chris. Thank you. Um, I'm going to ring him and tell him. <laughs> ringing him now? I'm going to let him know. He thinks we're recording this tomorrow. I'm going to tell him that he's live on it and that you've replaced him. I was just speaking to him on the phone in the car. He doesn't need to come back. He's at the Hello. beach. Hello, Tom Hall. Hello, Chris Wright. You're live on Almighty Pod. Hey! Hey! <laughs> Guess who else is here? Hi, Chris. What are you doing? We've replaced you. With who? Me? <laughs> Beth on all my pod? Yeah, we've replaced you. Why is Beth on? She's never listened to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we said. <laughs> well, we thought you were a disgrace for not coming on. So and we'd for get leaving someone, me behind. We'd get someone armed with stories to abuse you for not being here. What are you doing instead of being here? I'm probably sat on a beach drinking beer. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to do the news with you. We're going to move on and let Sam do that. I've got news though. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do it over the phone. Okay. Today is the beginning of face masks in the UK. <laughs> is that it? <laughs> I, I say the UK. Is that everything? Just, yeah. I say the UK. It's just England. Great. Right. I thought you were going to come out with something hilarious or something worth staying on the phone to you about. But no, uh, sorry. All right, I'm going. Are you filming it without me? Yes. What are you, what are you talking about? 
<laughs> we'll have to listen, won't you, and find out. All right, I'm going to go. Yeah. I've actually got that on for the Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Look, that's an old Saudi sound. It sounds so sad. That is, that is funny, too fast. <laughs> All right, we'll see you soon. Have fun with that, me boys. I'm we good. will. Love you, bye. 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 <laughs> there you go. Wow. He is absolutely gutted. You could tell the sadness absolutely in his voice. Absolutely gutted. But to be fair, he's got an holiday with Joel and Ollie. Mm. Yeah. Instead of us, I mean, it's... he sent us some weird video of Ollie this afternoon. I don't know. If, well, I imagine you didn't see it. I didn't. It see was it. his brother Ollie, um, with his bum out, yeah. showing off where his. I mean, Ollie's not fat, is he at all? Where his no. he's skinny. Ollie was showing off where he didn't get tanned because he was leaning over. So in the creases in his stomach, he's got lines where <laughs> the sun didn't quite make it, <laughs> which is what he sent to us. Dear. Right, so we do the news then. Let's do the news in Chris's so, place. So Chris is. Chris has already shared that today is the day that uh, face masks in shops are mandatory. Mm-hmm. Have you been to a shop yet? Yes. Have you? Yes. With your mask on? Today? Yes. How was it? Weird. The, the people saving don't wear masks. No, no. It's just everyone else. Yeah, yeah. Have you bought a fabric one or have you gone with a disposable clinical one? So I had a, a surgical one on today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I have bought some white fabric ones that do nothing. Some white ones? Yeah, just, just so it looks like... you them yourself? I'm, no. Oh, right. Just so it looks like I've got some on, mm-hmm. like one on. But yeah. I feel like it's not going to do anything. Right, okay. A bit bit more of a fashion mm-hmm. statement. Yeah, yeah. I've not been yet. I'm going to the supermarket Ooh. after this. Yeah. Um, Be brave. But there, is, there has been a story, I don't know if you've seen it, of a woman who forgot to take a face mask with her. So was resourceful with what she had in the car. <laughs> and, <laughs> and went into the shop with a KFC box. What? A face covering. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Did it still have just some like chips and chicken in genius. it? Genius. Yeah, yeah. I mean, greasy all over. You just you lean like your head back and you get chicken. Disgusting. <laughs> um, some other stuff from this week. Um, there's been some chat about they're they're in the process of trying to work out where they're going to put the Houses of Parliament. Oh yeah. For this five year um, stint where they're going to renovate it in London, mm-hmm. and there was um, some chatter on the radio about the Houses of Parliament coming to Stoke on Trent. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. It'd be, be wonderful. Apparent, we think that it's probably going to be York, which is the place it's going to go. Boo. But uh, there was uh, so Carol Shanahan, who's the owner of Port Vale Football Club, was mm. on putting forward the case, case for Stoke on Trent. I um, like how you did a little whoop to yourself then, when no one else joined in nope, with you. Nope, <laughs> little whoop, little whoop. Super excited about Stoke on Trent. Um, other things in the news. Oh, uh, a couple of bizarre things this week. I don't really know where Chris gets his news from, so I'm a bit lost as to where to look for these things. Yeah. But I came across these stories. Um, apparently, there's a 50-mile-wide swarm of flying ants spotted across the southeast coast of England this week. Wow. Other wildlife news. Very <laughs> wide, that is. It's very wide. It's very wide. The it's Met not. Office thought it was a, a, a rain Is cloud. that real or is that fake right. news? Hoping it. I, mean, I hate it was, ants. It was on the BBC, the Daily Mirror, and something else. Mm. I'm sure I'm allergic to flying ants, you know. Oh, yeah. Why do you say that? I always sneeze were when you, they're around. <laughs> were you in the swarm? Well, uh, if I am, it's going to be a nightmare. <laughs> why, do, why would ants make someone sneeze? I don't know, but it, whenever there was flying ants, yeah. I always sneeze. Well, Is that a thing? I don't know. No. Maybe it was just them. Maybe. Maybe you should go and see a doctor about that. Imagine that conversation. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allergic to flying ants. Stay away from 50 mile swarms be. of <laughs> flying ants. Um, in other wildlife news, uh, stick, sticking with the southeast coast of England, um, police were called to a park in Sussex after reports of a stray panther was on the loose in the park. Mm. Uh, on closer inspection, it turned out to be a soft toy that had been left on a bench. <laughs> um, so well, there's so many of these stories. Bizarre, we had one of them ages ago, didn't we? Very bizarre. Um, 
some holiday news for mm. you. Oh. Um, there have been a number of countries that have been added to the list of nations that you can go to without having to quarantine. Great. So if you wanted to go on holiday to the Caribbean, you can now go without having to quarantine when you come back. Uh, but um, Spain isn't looking very good. Oh, yes. Um, numbers in Spain are going up quite drastically. Um, so those with holidays booked to Spain for the next few weeks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd start to be worried. Oh Apparently Madrid, um, though, which is where I'm going. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's I, good. There's it, no new cases. Yeah, it's Sam, don't be jealous because you're not coming. I'm very upset I'm not coming, but it's okay. It was your choice. It was. Oh, yeah, completely. <laughs> Compl- uh, completely. Completely. But it's, it's going to be really interesting because, for example, the island of Mallorca has no cases at all. Mm-hmm. And, and so it'll be interesting to say to see whether they... Is that is? Or is that Mallorca? No, that's, that, that's what we're talking about. Mallorca. What, what did you think you said? Mallorca. No. Oh no. Is Mallor- there two? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a few. One of, okay. Yeah. Sorry, Sam. Continue. You go to Mallorca. I go to Menorca with all the old people. You go for that the, does make sense. Which yeah. is you go for the party. Is, is Menorca well, the I don't party know which one? No, Mallorca is the party one. You've been one. to that region. Yes. Which is the party one? Yes. Mallorca. Which, which one? Yes. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of them where Magaluf is. Well, I yeah, Mallorca is where Magaluf is. I didn't know I was going to Magaluf, to be honest. So Menorca is the old one. I thought I was going to Parmenova, so I have no idea, to be honest. Right. And then is Ibiza the other one? That's Ibiza's a whole a different, different island. island. Oh, I get confused. So which one are they? The the Bel- Balearic. Balearic. Very good. Good geography Bal- knowledge. What's the other one? Then Menorca. <laughs> Mallorca, Menorca, <laughs> and Ibiza. So yeah, Ibiza is the other one in that. Yeah, yeah. Of Island. I think so. Right, okay. I no, get you. Ibiza is not down there. It is. It's I not. Thought it, it is. Tom, Tom, trying to be a geography teacher. That's what so I if thought. anyone's going to know, That's what I thought. it's going to be Tom. The Balearics, yeah. It's them Spanishy ones them Spanishy ones. But yeah, so anyway, what I was saying was, hmm. Mallorca's got no cases, so it'll be interesting to see what they do if they say, like, all of Spain is going to, if you go to any part of Spain, mm. then you're going to have to quarantine, or if you just go to very specific parts, but wherever you, wh- whatever happens, there's going to be some people who are going to be messed up a bit with their holiday. But hopefully, for those people going to Madrid in two weeks, you'll be all right. I've checked, and the Bernabeu Stadium is still open. Oh, so it's still stadium tours. Going. I've already done that one. Have you? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. yeah. Are you sure? Is it the one with the white spark? We talked about this yeah. the other day. Was it me and Blue you? Blue seats. Very big. White spark. White spark. I've been. Real Madrid. Mm. Wowzers. There you go. Yeah. Who knew? I knew. Oh, okay. Tom cool. knew. Um, and uh, finally, uh, more COVID-19 related news. We're starting to see some things um, that are emerging in the, in the sort of aftermath of COVID-19. I know we're not completely out of it yet, but there's some things that are starting to come out. Um, so... Um, it was reported by the BBC today that um, 20% of people with long-term health conditions saw their care cancelled altogether during coronavirus, and another 30% had their treatment reduced, um, which just shows the like mega impact of coronavirus on the NHS. And then finally, which came out today, because they're really worried about um, people who are obese and the impact of coronavirus on them, um, they've said today that they're going to ban adverts for junk food before 9 o'clock at night. On uh-huh. the telly. So all Before of those nine. just eat adverts with Snoop Dogg. Oh, oh. I mean, that's They're a good thing. I love those adverts. I love really that song. <laughs> Do you not join in? Not with Snoop Dogg one, but the other oh, ones. Man. It's on Somebody all the time. <laughs> we should have them for an- another sponsor on this show. Yeah. Just eat. We're lining them up. We've got we're Valspar. So <laughs> yeah. Movie Carvery. And now 
Did what's somebody Valspar? say? Justine, what is Valspar? Mate, you'll be introduced to the wonders of I'll tell you. the Valspar. To be fair, uh, by the way, you know what Valspar is if you listen to the podcast. Because we, talk- <laughs> we talked about it with that. Chris. We should say, I mean, this is the biggest thing ever. We asked you oh, how yeah. your week was. You've bought a house this week. Yes. Congratulations. Potentially, Congratulations. Yes. So you'll soon find out what a Valspar is. What Chris is can Valspar? finally move out of my house. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure about that. I don't think he will. I think he's there today. <laughs> We spoke about this the other day yeah. when Chris wasn't in the car with us. And I said, has Chris given you any indication about how long is he going to... Because we've been with you since March. Yeah, yeah. I said, is he, gonna, is he giving you any indication of how long he's going to stay with you? And you said, no, <laughs> none. <laughs> and then it, we were there. You were around on Wednesday night. It was and very he just, bizarre. He announced that this he was, was moving out Yeah, about 10 minutes before he left. But we don't emotional. know. We've talked about this just before this. <laughs> yeah. And he doesn't know where he's going to live. No, I, I don't he'll know where he's going to go. I'm sure he'll be I back. I have said yeah. that. I mean, I didn't then go in his room afterwards and all his stuff is still in the room. So mm-hmm. is it it's because the football happen. season is drawing to a close. <laughs> yeah. He's thinking, I can For have six a, I can odd have a week. days. It's not a close. <laughs> well, I don't have to watch football with anyone and then I'll be back. So we haven't yeah. talked about that, to be fair. Mm-hmm. I know we're, I know this this is a very long introductory bit <laughs> at this point. But on Wednesday night, oh. it was the final night of the championship so good. season. Beth came as well. Yeah. Uh, to hang out with the lads. We had five screens with five different games Literally going on at screens. the same time. We had, at one point, we were just shouting numbers of what screen to look at for what was <laughs> going on. Screen one! Yeah. On screen one! <laughs> what a save on screen three. It was, was unbelievable. Great. An unbelievable night. Oh, really good. Talk about going against the odds. There were the, the three teams that were in the bottom three of the championship at Christmas. None of them got relegated. Six, with six games to go even, yeah, wasn't it? something like that. None of them got relegated. Unbelievable. Absolutely unbelievable. Great night of football. Did you enjoy it, Beth? Um, yes, me and Tamsin were talking about this afterwards yes. and we realised that we potentially saw one of the goals from that whole evening. Because <laughs> <laughs> Tam says... I'm not Tam, even sure I saw the one, to be honest. Tam hates football. And we got home and she said, I've just texted Beth. I can't even remember a single goal. I was like, literally, we had five TVs. One of the games was 5-3. One of them was like 3-2. <laughs> Honestly, it was one of the, like, the best nights ever. For best nights we just missed we had it a all. good time, though. Yeah, it was good. If yeah. you're a Barnsley fan Great or a Luton salad. fan... Congratulations. Yep. And you we had very well. We finished well it off with crumble and custard. That's true. Mm. So that's true. Good night. All good round. crumble, actually. Great very good crumble. crumble. Let's move on to something semi serious, semi valuable to listen to. <laughs> um, if people haven't turned off already, yeah. Bethy wouldn't have made it into any of this. <laughs> yeah. um, we've been talking about misconceptions that people might have about the Christian faith. Yeah. Um, so far, what have we bashed through? We've spoken about science. Yeah. With David Wilkinson. Talked about Christianity being boring. Yeah. I think. We've talked about Christians being weird people. Yeah. Beth, can you remember anything that we talked about? <laughs> um, the one where Ross Sweat was using social media and Great. online. Great stuff. Thank you She's so much. She's read the title. <laughs> and then we, we spoke, last week we spoke about evangelism yeah. um, and people doing it in different ways and standing oh, on street yeah, corners. Street preachers and stuff. People yeah, thinking yeah. that Christians just ran... I remember. Oh, that sounds so good. I might listen to that one. Um, Great. You should. It's Brilliant. good. A lot of good comments about <laughs> last week. Uh, <laughs> so this week I thought, I was trying to think of some more preconceptions that people have. Yeah. And one of them that people often say is that you're only a Christian because it's like a comfort blanket to you. Um, it's something nice for you to believe that when you die, you go to heaven. Um, there's no truth to it. It's just something that makes you feel warm and happy. Yeah. Um, so I thought it'd be interesting to talk about that because... On many of the episodes that we've had so far, we've spoken about the hope that being a Christian offers, which is amazing. Um, but also, it's not always easy being a Christian, is it? So I wondered if we wanted to reflect on that. If you've got any stories or thoughts. 
Uh, so one of the things that I think is really true about the Christian faith is that often um, it doesn't, it doesn't, your your life doesn't end up necessarily going as you planned it mm-hmm. to go, um, and a lot of the time that leads to situations of real challenge. Um, like for me, um, I can remember coming out of um, sixth form with a with a plan in mind of going to a a good uni to get mm. a, a degree. It was maths and computer science, and that would end, end me up with a good job with a good pay. I could have worked in a you know a big corporation with a good salary and. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a gap year between uni and finishing sixth form. And in that year, just felt this real sense that that wasn't the right direction to go. Um, and felt God calling me to a, a degree in theology and going on to do church ministry in particular. Um, felt a real calling to, to work for the church. And if any of you are watching who work for the church, you'll know that the salary isn't very good. Um, particularly, that's not the reason why you do the job. Um, and actually, God ended up calling me to Stoke-on-Trent, which... I had coffee with a friend who was at college with me um, <laughs> while I was there this week. And we both said, we sat down and we said, how on earth have we both ended up here? <laughs> how has that happened? How have we both ended up having a Starbucks hey, in person? are going to be soon. So. I know, bizarre. But, <laughs> and I'm not necessarily saying that my experience in Stoke has been a bad thing, because it's not. But often life leads you in a way that you wouldn't expect. And um, like I could potentially get... You know, you could feel really down about the fact that I haven't got the salary I thought or the life that I thought. But but actually, the, the opportunities that emerge from when you truly follow Jesus and you follow his call on your life, the absolute joy that emerges from that, um, which was, a ri- you know, doing that journey, there was risks that were involved. Um, it wasn't necessarily plain sailing all the time. There were big decisions that had to be made um, and not necessarily easy ones or ones that... Um, looking from the outside you think were sensible decisions but that's where I really felt like God was leading mm-hmm. um, um, and so in a sense it is a comfort blanket because we know that always God is with us and God is always one who brings peace and healing and help in our time of need but also he's a God who um, like I love the the ocean song it's, it's sung way too much in church but the words are amazing um, it talks about um, the Holy Spirit leading you where your trust can't fathom you, you, your like, human ability to trust can't even fathom why you end up there but we know that um god is with us all the way through those those more difficult and challenging times i think that was very waffly i know but i think we got there no, that's good. got to a good place eventually beth have you got any thoughts on maybe a time that you felt it's been difficult to be a christian or there's been times when i found it difficult but um i would never I refer to my faith as being a comfort blanket. I always imagine mm. a comfort blanket is one of those things that um, when you're scared or when you're um, you're worried about something, it's something that you cling on to and you like wrap yourself up and you kind of stay put and you don't move because you're all wrapped up nice and snug in this blanket. Whereas actually your faith um, with Jesus, if you are going through a trouble, like a time of um, like worry or a time of stress and anxiety actually your faith doesn't tell you to just sit still and get comfortable within this blanket of faith it actually says no you need to step forward and trust in me it's really good um and i think that's so the idea of it being a comfort blanket doesn't make any sense when you have a a, a real yeah, yeah. um moving faith with jesus yeah, I suppose. And you look at the example of jesus who was the best example of what it was to be a christian yeah, ever yeah. you look at his life and he wasn't someone who had loads of money and was like you say really comfortable yeah. he was like killed for his faith yeah, yeah. he was killed for what he yeah. said um and not that we're gonna die for being christians but 
Um, the idea of it being easier to be a Christian is, I don't think is very true. I was once at uni with, when we were having like an events week and some guy was speaking about how amazing it was to be a Christian and how his life was changed. And this girl who wasn't a Christian opposite me, when we went into that discussion groups afterwards said, so how is it that when you become a Christian, that man's implied that all of his problems have gone away <laughs> um, and that his life was like amazing from day one. Um, how would you respond to that? Because obviously we do believe that being a Christian is amazing and that yeah, yeah. it gives you that hope, but it doesn't take all of your issues away. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And I think when you think about the disciples, for example, when Jesus called the disciples, he said, like, mm. leave behind your livelihood. The, most of the disciples were fishermen. Yeah. And he said, like, leave your boats behind, leave your nets behind. You got a, that, that was their comfort blanket in terms of that was how, what provided their, them with the food they needed, with the income they needed. And he said, leave that all behind and come and follow me. And there's something about um, when God calls us, he takes those like earthly comfort blankets away yeah, yeah. and is the, the request from God to us is to rely solely on him and trust solely in him. Um, and you're right in that your problems all don't just go away. Like we know that, Yes, God can heal, and and there's loads of examples in the Bible of of people that Jesus healed, people that Jesus brought back to life. There are also loads of stories that aren't told about people that Jesus didn't heal, not because he didn't try, because he, you know, yeah, there were people. Who, do you know what I mean, there were people who were ill all over the place in that time, and so it, he's not somebody who just takes all the problems away, but he asks us to to trust him and trust that he's good and faithful in all things. It changes your perspective almost. So we all still have the same problems yeah, yeah. as absolutely everybody else but we'll view them in a different light because we are trusting that God is in control of them so we still have problems with money with relationships with home lives but actually what we rely on is God seeing the bigger picture and God carrying us through those and so I suppose we are as Christians um, our lives technically are no different than anybody else's we are not um, just plain sailing through we aren't going through with no struggles we aren't going through no stresses actually what we are doing is and um, when we get to those issues those problems rather than just um, trying to tackle it ourselves or try to just deal with it we hand it over to Jesus uh, and trust in him that he'll carry us through and just follow his um, advice and what the bible says about that mm-hmm. whole situation to get us through that so then just to put you both in the, at the deep end throw a span on the works why then just straight up why are you a christian then if if it, the circumstances in your life look no different why do you believe in jesus what's the reason behind that i became a christian when i felt god speaking into my life and god um i felt this real sense of god god's presence just overwhelming and that thought of the god who created everything the whole universe also been interested in knowing me and having a relationship with me and then as you go deeper into it you discover that um actually I, my life can never live up to what um would be right in god's eyes because i'm i mess up all the time and the only solution to that is is jesus and salvation through through jesus and so that it's it's a very humbling experience because you recognize that you can't you can't do it by yourself and it's it's so much more than just these um, like earthly things that are, are problems in our lives it's it's actually about something much so much bigger and so much greater in that salvation and hope of a better future that is offered to us in Jesus mm-hmm. Beth what about you I'm not letting you get away with <laughs> 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 keeping quiet um, so it's something to sounds but going 
like more than that. Um, there's been too many um, moments in my life that I can look back on um, and just see miracles happen. And they may not be miracles as in like I've walked on water or I've turned water into wine, that style of miracle. But Have actually, you tried? No, but I might do one day. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good, wouldn't it? That'd be a good party <laughs> trick. Um, but actually, like, there's just too much that's gone on in my life that's out of my control. And it's always been um, a sense of, like, even at the time, it was hard, it was difficult, and I didn't know what was going on. When I reflect on it, actually, like, there's moments throughout it all, um, tiny little moments, some of them are bigger, some of them, like, are literally seconds. Um, but when they're all added up, all you can just see is the absolute love of um, some... Like, it's unnatural what's happened um, to get me through those in the way that I have done and how I've then used them further down the line. Um, and to me, that just doesn't make any sense apart from there is somebody um, watching over me, loving me, looking out for me um, and has a relationship with me that actually cares about what I'm going through. Um, and when I put it all together, that the answer is Jesus, is that actually he cares enough to get me through those situations. Um, like I say, you don't always see it when you're going through it. Um, and it's not always, like we go back to the start, it's not a comfort blanket experience, but it's something that um, it's held me together. And it doesn't mean I've not had moments of complete like, anxiety or complete breakdown. But when I look back on the whole picture, which is I think is important for us to do as Christians, yeah. um, you can see that mo- that movement, that journey, um, when I've trusted in God and when I haven't. Um, and I think that's really important. Yeah, that's good. Good stuff. Um, I would say that a lot of time when people find out I'm a Christian, the first thing they ask is, were you brought up in a Christian family? Mm. As if that's the reason. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah. your mum and dad have told you it's true. Yeah. That's the reason. Um, and it's it's not because of that. It's not because I was sad one day and thought, I need this comfort blanket. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is because of that relationship, which you can't deny. Yeah. Once you've experienced knowing yeah. Jesus, knowing God, you cannot deny that it's true. Yeah. And actually the reality that, whether you think it's a comfort blanket or not, everyone's longing for a hope and everyone's mm. longing for a yeah, purpose. Yeah. And wh- it, what's the alternative if you don't believe in Jesus and faith? And we have no purpose yeah, really. Yeah. Like in the yeah. grand, like when you're talking about perspective, in the grand scheme of things. Um, so we should be proud of that hope that Jesus offers. And yeah. um, if there's people listening that don't know what it is to have that hope, that's why we make this podcast, and that's why we do loads of yeah. what we do. Um, so please do get in touch. We'd love to talk about that with you. I think we've gone on for long enough. Great stuff. We could go on for a lot longer on this one, but yeah, yeah. let's draw a line there. Um, Beth, it's been really good. Thank you for having me. To have you on. We'll have to get you on <laughs> more frequently. Fun. We'll hope Chris goes away. <laughs> <laughs> I can often. arrange that. That's fine. <laughs> well, are you going to promise to listen to some podcasts now? I yes, I listened to the last one. That sounded exciting. Great. Okay. Will you listen back to this one, or are you like? I'm do not you hate sure. the sound of your own voice. I might listen to a little bit of it but okay. not all of it yeah. my mum will probably listen so. you've done very well you're very nervous you said when you started I was really but you can't nervous tell. could you not no no, no. Um, <laughs> it's worth saying just from now it is the summer holidays we can't say we've not looked at our routine <laughs> we can't say when we're all going to be in the same place we will try and do it every week yeah to go up Sunday morning yeah um, but if it doesn't happen it doesn't happen we'll tell you on social media that that's what's going to go Beth might be solo on the podcast a few times <laughs> hello <Piggy. laughs> Brill um so as usual, if you want to send in your confessions or your poo stories or anything like that, um, then you can send those to almightypodmail at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at almighty underscore pod and Facebook at facebook.com slash almightypod. 
Boys and girls. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Beth, thanks for coming on. Chat to you soon. Stuff. See you soon. Bye.